I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Your soul or your life, mortal. Choose wisely. Look, I, I already have a patron, so I can't. I can't give you my soul, but uh, about some Rolling in the Geek episodes? Hello, I am Ken Brown, Game Master for Riven, the Shattered Continent, and I want to thank you for taking a seat at our table. Will my cohorts please introduce themselves? Um, hello, hello there, I'm... Arcos Ironjaw Pissarro. I'm the Cavalier Knight for the people of Iron's Edge. I keep fighting to find the cause of this dragon uprising because it's what Trevor would want me to do. And I'm portrayed by Nick Simpson. And I am Lanros Bonechua, servant of the great god Acrasius. This cult that calls themselves his followers have twisted his teachings into something unnatural. It is my belief that there is no need to torture the weak for broken people like broken bones only grow stronger. Portrayed by Brad Konauer. Thank you, my dear colleagues, and thank you all for joining us. Please sit and rest your weary legs and get ready for Rolling in the Geek. Hello, Ken here. We want to thank you deeply for listening to Rolling in the Geek. With the blessings of the rest of our little family, we want to request you support us through Patreon. We love doing what we do, and with your support, we can produce more and better content. Every bit goes back into the podcast, and more than three isn't a crowd at our table. And now, back to three guys with more dice than friends. Last time on Rolling in the Geek. The team departs the train into the town of Aramore, but is stopped by security from the town for questioning. Arcos convinces them to let him drop off Trevor's body at the temple until they are released, and a young guard named Leonard takes them from there. Lanros, on the other hand, goes directly to the courthouse for questioning. Arcos and company arrive at the Temple of Tyr, where the priest tells them that they can take care of the body until their business is done, but offers that for a price he can raise Trevor from the dead as long as his soul is willing. 
they decide to undertake the quest to retrieve the Chalice of Tear from the abandoned temple nearby. The group reconvenes at the courthouse, where they meet a cleric of Tear, offering free healing to those who were involved in the incident. But Lanros does not like that they normally charge for these services. They are led back to a room by Leo, Leonard's father, and tell their story, but leave out vital parts about what the cult was really doing on the train. The team leaves and gets some food, and finds trashy shelter to keep themselves hidden. After eating, they rest, but Harkos dreams about the city of Aramor, and a column of necrotic fire destroying the cathedral in the center of town. And that is where we pick back up. I want to note, I got through that whole thing. You did! Holy shit! Oh, I'm a bad friend for not even... I, I was... I was making... I was notating things in my notebook. I didn't even... I didn't pay attention because I'm a dickhead. Not a single... Oh, man. There's a part I almost flubbed. And it's because I had too much saliva in my mouth. We gotta do it again. You gotta fuck it up. <laughs> Something bad's gonna happen this episode if you don't. And I, oh, I'm, man. I'm really attached to Harkos. And I don't want... You know what? I'm gonna be positive about it. Nothing bad's gonna happen to Harkos. Take Phil. That's fine. Aww. Take Phil. Take, take Lanros. What? It'll all be just as sad, but at least I get to stay me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Take Lanros. <laughs> Make Brad be two for two. Fuck him. <laughs> Let's see his circle of bones necromance himself back to life, loser. I'm I'm in a I'm in rare form, apparently. I'm sorry <laughs> to everyone. Um Whew. Get him, get him playing five or six matches of Call of Duty and get all worked up. <laughs> Going to war, bitches! <laughs> D&D. D&D never changes. <laughs> it's entirely false. It changes every time. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I've lived it. I breathe it. <laughs> Where are you at, Ron Perlman? D&D. Oh. What is it good for? Absolutely <coughs> everything. <coughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> you killed Nick. You killed Nick. <laughs> oh, God. ow. Oh. It hurts. It hurts. Oh, How have we gotten awesome. into 42 episodes? Oh, this is episode 40 fucking two. Episode that's four. Why that's, I got it right. that's why. That's <laughs> fucking why. Now we know. That explains everything. This is going to be a good episode. <laughs> oh, man. God, now I want to watch that movie again. Yep. Ken's got my uh, Bible looking version oh, of the book. I books. do. I do still. Shit. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not upset about it. It's. I, I mean, I, I've I've read them all. I loved them, and I'm I'm happy to share them. And I know you have a busy life. I did the same thing with. Uh, I have <laughs> I have the collection of the Fifty Shades trilogy, and Julia kind of thought she wanted to read it, so I was like, I have it. So I brought it from my house, and it's in her bedroom. And she's told me multiple times, I don't think I'm ever going to read them. You can just take them. I go, No, you can have them till you read them, because I'm not reading them again. <laughs> And if you're going to read Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and uh, his works, um, you uh, that's the best book to read it out of because it feels powerful. 
I wish I had the capacity to read said book. <laughs> the cool thing about the one I gave Ken, so it's all his stories, which I didn't realize they're all like interconnected, but they're so interconnected that like when one book ends and the next one starts, it doesn't even feel like you're reading a different book. Oh, that's awesome. Or at least to me, it didn't really like it. It just it all like because the characters are the same. It really it flowed really well together uh, for me when I was reading them. Um, and it actually had one of my favorite quotes. Um, it was the. Uh, it says that uh, for human beings, flying is actually really easy. It's not as complicated as you might think. Um, it, it's something it's something along those lines. And it's like. Uh, it's like it's not the flying that's the, that's the hard part. All, to fly, all you have to do is throw yourself at the ground and miss. It's missing that's the hard part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the character in the fucking book does it, and he's flying around, and then all of a sudden he thinks, "Oh yeah, wasn't I falling?" And then he plummets to the earth because <laughs> 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 he thought about it. And because they say the way to miss the ground is the whole time you're you're falling all you're thinking about is falling and hitting the ground but if you can stop those thoughts immediately you're you just won't hit the ground your body just stops <laughs> if you don't think about falling and hitting the ground then you miss and you go on to something else because if you stop thinking about it you can't do it anymore which works in all other walks of life so why wouldn't it work at hitting the ground <laughs> fuck you gravity fuck you gravity <laughs> Anyway, <clears throat> uh, so Harkos, you wake up with a start after this dream. Landros, uh, <gasps> la la you see Harkos uh, uh, sit up in bed very quickly. Uh, so what are you uh, what are you going to do? It's um, only been maybe like a half an hour <laughs> since uh, they laid down. Lanners. Are, are you okay? Um, yes, I just, um, I had a terrible dream and I, um. Lanros, can you go ahead and roll me up a uh, perception check? I suppose. There's 14 on the die, 19 total. Did you hear that? No, I did not. Nin 19 total. Okay. Uh, so you guys remember when I told you about the, the different colored ring around the outside of Harkos's eyes? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. That is almost fluorescent right now. That Landros, you can see that it's catching light and you can see that illuminated in the darkness. That little ring of uh, different color in his eyes. So I'm going to stand up and walk what over. Was it? it was blue, right? Yeah, it was like, yeah, a, light, it was like a light blue or whatever because my eyes are yeah. like... or Your eyes are green and there was yeah. a blue ring on the outside. Yeah. Now, so so it's a noticeable difference. Yes. It's not something that you notice during the day, but in this moment, you see it, and then just a few seconds after he wakes, it fades and goes back to normal. So I'm I'm gonna walk over and kind of look at him, and then in the same fashion as Trevor, <laughs> I'm going to go, hmm. 
That was interesting. Your eyes did this, and I'm going to thaumaturgy my eyes. <laughs> One trick pony, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's how true. Um, yes. Well, the, there was a incident in the in the mines. Um, I'm I'm okay though. We're not really sure what it means, but there was a flash of light, and I felt tingly, and then that was that. And now my my eyes are two colors, and that's it's nothing hmm. to worry about. That's what I tell myself when I, whenever I start to think about it. Are you having a nightmare? Y yes. A horrible one. All right. I, uh, so are you gonna, you gonna fall back asleep or? Uh, how long have I been asleep? A half an hour. Oh, uh, yeah, and, like, not necessarily by choice, like, well, well, I mean, by choice, but it's gonna be something where, uh, like, Harkos is considering staying awake, but then he feels, like, how tired he still is, and so he lays back down, he's like, maybe I should, I just, I need, I just gotta calm down, and then he's, he'll, he's gonna wind up conking back out. Okay, so, I, I know this isn't the exact reasoning for the spell, but what, what if I cast calm emotions to help him relax? You could use it that way. I would say. Okay. In this context, I think that it would be it would be very useful. Yeah, with without him saying anything, or, or like I won't say anything to Harkos, but okay, because it's it's a twenty foot radius, so it'll do the whole room. Okay. Uh, so Harkos, you feel this calm wash over you. And you lay back down and start to fall asleep. And then you you hear Phil kind of snore a little bit and then roll over and then try to cuddle up to you. <laughs> <laughs> He's very relaxed right now. And he just he just wants to cuddle. Um, so as. As Harkos is like drifting off and Phil snuggles up to him or whatever. Um I I want to say that his his calming the 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 way the spell affects him, not that Harkos knows it's a spell, but the way the way it hits him is that he just kind of in his obviously he, he is just at ease. Um but his he he like he's laying on his side and his, his hand like kind of falls off the bed a little bit and he, it brushes up against Trevor's hammer. That's on the floor with Harkus's things. No. And he just goes, hmm. I'll find you soon. I promise as he drifts off to sleep. And that's his comforting thought is that he has hope. Okay. Uh, so Landros, who do you wake up for the next watch? Um, since Phil's obviously had a restful night's sleep, I'll wake him up. Okay. All right. And I'll go prop myself up in another corner and pass out. Okay. 
Uh, so a couple hours later, you guys don't know this, but Phil wakes up Ansigar uh, to uh, take a watch. And then... Oh, Phil, my baby boy. Uh, Ansigar, after a couple hours, goes and wakes up Harkos to take the last watch. Oh, Mortakito. Hello? Yes? Oh, hi. <laughs> hi, Ansigar. Um, is it... Oh, is it um, time to... Oh, I just need to... Yes? Yes, it is... It is the, the wee hours, and it is your watch. Unless okay. you need me to take over. If you want me to take your watch, I can. No, I, I, I can handle it. Thank you. I, I'm feeling better now. Okay. Uh, so he goes and props himself up in one of the corners, and uh, or sits down and you know puts his back against the wall, and he falls asleep over there. Uh, so, Nick, go ahead and roll me a d12. Okay. That is the one that goes up to 12, so I yes. need this one. Ideally, yes. <laughs> well, I picked up one that goes up to 10, and I don't think that's the same thing. <laughs> uh, 10. Fucking creeper. <laughs> okay. This uh, does go to 12, right? Yeah, okay, it does. So towards the end of your watch, uh, you start hearing it calm down outside a little bit. People are starting to head home, uh, finish up their days, either from work or just, you know, being out. But you hear the downstairs is starting to get a little bit more lively, that more people are coming in to start drinking. Uh, but everybody starts to wake up from the rest. Yay. Uh, Yay. But at, at this point, I would say it's right around like 10 <clears throat> uh, and midnight is when you're supposed to is when you're supposed to meet with uh, with the contact Zuriel. Um, For Nick's sake, what type of rest is this? Uh, uh, did, it's, did, a full, did it's, a, it's a long rest. OK. Loop. So everything, everything should be restored. Hit points, spells, key points, everything. Yes. That, and that's what I figured, but I didn't want to be presumptuous. So. I am all set on that front then. Okay. Um, so I, I, I would just kind of defer to Ansigar and kind of just... Um, so what do we, um, think is the, the best laid plans for this situation? Well, we are, at least I was instructed to meet with this Zuriel, uh, was next to a bar here in this section of town. It was, uh, the, the Broken Spool Bar pub. Rest. I don't. I don't know what they want to call it. it. I'm sure that it is another garbage establishment, just like this one. So, but there is an alleyway that goes behind that establishment, and that is where we're supposed to meet. Do you think it would be believable or make sense for us to 
go with you, or should we try and just be nearby and hidden away somewhere? Should we attempt to well hide, hide ourselves in the shadows? It. He, you see, he he he's thinking about it pretty hard. I honestly, I could see merit in both. There was never instructions left that I was supposed to come alone, but I am guessing that was the that was kind of the assumption when the meeting was made. But uh, if any word has come out from the train or anything like that, then they will know that I had people with me. And if they don't see those people, they might get nervous about where they are. So I will I will leave that up to your judgment, which one you think would be more fortuitous for you should something bad happen. I think we should um, be up front with you. It would be easier to explain our presence rather than have you try and explain our non-presence. You make a valid point about news from us being together on the train traveling, so. so I, I, I occasionally uh, do have some good ideas, but. Well, how's, you, how's your arm feeling? Or, well, it's, are you... It is much better, especially after the the healing at the at the courthouse and then the the sleep. It definitely put me into a a much more uh stable place in terms of my ability to use it. It's still it's still a little tender. Uh, I, I I imagine that I will be for some time after taking a shot like that. Well, I just want to make sure you're as close to 100% as possible as we very well likely may um, wind up in the thick of it by the end of this. uh, The the trick to that is to stretch it. Oh. Sounds strange, magical healing and all, but stretch it. Okay. Okay. Thank you, large, scary person. Thank you. <laughs> I I appreciate your knowledge on I've this subject. Healed myself numerous times and stretching, but not uh, but not all those things that bones adorn you. Now you did not quite heal them. Mm. <sighs> anyway, um, is it is it that disturbing? I, I, huh? I, I'm sorry. Were you going to say something? Is is do do the bones disturb you that much? Um, maybe, maybe just just some. Not not a lot, but some. Hmm. Normally, bones are inside of things. Um, I don't Until know if you knew die. that, but oh, okay, yep, yep, that's where we're at. Okay. 
Uh, I do not know where this establishment is, so it might be prudent for us to uh, try to locate uh, locate the establishment so that way we know we know where to, to do this meetup. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> so, is that what you want to do, or is there something else? Mm, yeah, I no, I would just uh, want to find this place. I don't really have anything for me um, that I want to do in this moment. Okay. So, uh, you head down from the the upper level where the your room is, uh, and this place is pretty hopping at this point. You've got probably about forty people that are in the bar area, uh, and looks like they're already getting pretty intoxicated. Uh, the bartender spots you coming down, and he kind of gives you a wave over and he'll he'll say are you uh are you done with the room I've got some folks down here that uh they got a big group they might need a big room yes sure that's fine um we were wondering if you might know where the broken spool is we're um we're meeting some friends there later this evening. Hmm. The broken spool has been closed for years now. Uh, it's uh, it's on the other side of the ring, so you got a little bit of a walk ahead of you. Right. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Uh. I, I doubt that I'll have any more rooms available, so if you need some place to stay, go somewhere else. So, Harkos is going to take... Um, he's going to reach in his uh, pocket. And... Um, I'm going to take out... Another 20 gold, because it was like 5 per person for the room, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take out 20 gold and I'm going to lay it on the counter and I'm going to tell the guy um, well feel free to give out the room um, we weren't here also just for safety ah, one of those kind of groups then okay. yes for now so you've never seen us and that can be yours, and this can be the end of it all. All right. Old Oscar knows to wet, knows when to keep his mouth shut. Appreciate it. And then I'll I'll go to leave. Okay. Any any other any other things here, or go ahead and start making your way. The. But yeah, actually, I want. Mm, mm, I'm just paranoid. I want to look, and um, because this is you said this is full of like people drinking and everything at this point. Like mm-hmm. everyone's down here just getting drunk. Yep. 
Uh, Harkos, as we're leaving, is going to be like glancing around at the crowd just to make sure there's not any fucky looking people around. Okay. Uh, why don't you roll me up a perception check then? Can See if anything do. jumps out at you. Man, this is so telling that I just don't trust Ken. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, at all. He's like, anything else you want to do? Yeah, I want to inspect the tavern. Why? Because you said it's full of people. And so, uh, Jesus, I'm horrible. That's uh, Perception 16. Okay. Uh, nobody jumps out at you. It looks like that these, you know, a lot of, like, lower class workers and uh, it, it just... You're common folk. Nobody jumps out at you as being like a potential like out of place person. Uh, everyone looks like they're just here for a good time. Okie dokie. Absolutely zero anything prompted me to do that. Zero anything prompted me to pay off the fucking bartender too, but I did it anyway. <laughs> so yeah, hey, I'm... It- Sometimes it's better to cover your bases to make sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, unless somebody else has something, I'm I'm good to skedaddle. I got nothing. Okay. Uh, so you go out in the street and you can see why this area of town is so run down. As soon as you start stepping outside and making your way, that this is party central there are just tons of people out in the street and they do not care about what they're doing that they're knocking into stuff intoxicated they're throwing you know flagons down on the ground they're leaving trash behind there's fights that are breaking out people are just you know get into a bar fight in the middle of the road that this is this is it, it pretty close to the chaos that you saw on the train, but it's obviously because these people are just are just trashed. Uh, nice. You know, you've got you know uh, gambling areas that are set up in the middle of the road. Uh, people are you know buying and selling drinks. It just right straight from windows of bars, and it's it's interesting. I uh, it's like it's like uh, it, it would be like a Mardi Gras type type situation but but real smelly because all this all this dirt and grime and all the nasty on the roads is all being is all being moistened by you know fallen drinks and people stepping around in it and knocking everything over and uh it takes you some effort to actually kind of work your way through the crowd uh because they're pretty well piled in front of these different establishments but this also makes you understand why there was such a large number of like taverns and pubs in comparison to anything else yeah is that they're these people are making bank off of these off of these these nights that are happening I uh, it doesn't seem to be related to anything either it's just people are out here drinking there's no like decorations it's not like a holiday this is just it's how just these party time all the time this is just how these people live that they go out they work they make money they come back they drink it away jesus i uh, and and that's you know they've been relegated to this section of town because of that i uh, 
So it, it you have to, unless you're wanting to interject yourself in some of these little like fights, then you have to you have to do some work to to get yourself to steer clear of them. Um, uh, so to since obviously we're we're kind of going with appearances here. Uh, I'll definitely put myself between any of that and Ansigar. Okay. I, you can see the relief on his face as soon as you do it. <laughs> he looks, he looks mortified. <laughs> yeah. So any any time we come up to, I'll I'll keep to a side, and then anytime we come up to stuff like that, I'll make sure to interject. Okay. To make sure that he gets by fine. And okay. I'll, yeah, I'll I'll direct Phil to be um, the opposite side of uh, Brad, and then I'll 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 take up the rear. Okay. And I'll I'll have my hammer in in my arm slung over my shoulder. Okay. Uh, so why don't the both of you? Uh, we'll start with uh, start with Harkos. Roll a uh, D twelve for me. Oakley, Oakley. Uh oh, that's a one. <laughs> uh, uh, Landros, go ahead. That's a twelve. <laughs> Jesus! What the fuck? One of us fucked it. <laughs> we'll uh, never know which one. Landros, <laughs> go ahead and roll me up a perception check. That's a 20 on the die, so wow. 25. Nice. You're being followed. So I'll kind of and you don't know what t- you don't know what tips you off. It's just you get that hair on the back of your neck raises and you just feel like something's there. And so you, and you turn around and you can see somebody as soon as you turn around that they take a hard right. And they go into an alley. So keep walking kind of like nothing's going on and then step a little over towards Harkos and say, I believe we're being followed. Great. What? What are your suggestions? Just stay on your guard. Uh, I say we keep doing what we're doing. Oh, man. Okay. Keep moving along. You keep moving along? Okay. You keep moving along, and and, uh, for like five, ten minutes, you that feeling kind of goes away a little bit and then you you get that same hair raising feeling like you're you definitely feel eyes on you go ahead and roll me another perception check uh Arco, since you're kind of on the you, you're in the know go ahead and roll it as well yeah 16 total on that one okay I got an 18 total Okay. Got a 16 uh, die. You you both see it 
uh, from a rooftop nearby, you see a glint of moonlight on something from a rooftop. And you hear a twang. As I'm going to step in front of I'm going to step in front of like between me and it and and Ansgar. OK, uh, what is your armor? My armor is a 16. OK, I uh, so an arrow flies by and it dinks off of one of the, the skulls and passes uh, like and just kind of falls to the ground. I. Uh, but and then you hear you can see that you can see movement from that uh, that rooftop. So um, I'm, I'm gonna I'm Harkos is gonna sh- shout to uh, uh, get, get get him to somewhere covered, and I want I want to fly uh, straight up off the street to like to the roof height. Okay. So, uh, so you you say that and take off, and I'm just going to turn and shoulder Ansigar and pick him up and go into an alleyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! It's like not missing a beat. Just turn on my heel and just boom, and like plow right through him <laughs> and take him right into the alleyway. <laughs> oh, I I don't think he's going to like that. Okay, all right, let's go. <laughs> Phil, Phil follows behind you. Uh, I have a bug on my screen. Get, 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 scatter. Okay, he's trying to help. Yeah, well, he's not. He's distracting me. You should uh, run your antivirus software for that. Yeah. Anti-arthropod scan. We found the bug on your screen. bugs on your screen. Oh, no! I can see them. They're crawling everywhere. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. 
real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Aramore. Uh, so, Arcos, you fly up uh, and you get you get a little above the building uh, pretty quickly. And you can see a uh, couple buildings down. You see a figure running from rooftop to rooftop. I have a question. Yep. Well, I actually have a couple questions. One, how far away is Harkos? Uh, I would say, I mean, his his flight speed's what, 60? Correct. Uh, so, I mean, it depends on how... Uh, the, the buildings aren't going to be more than, like, you know, 20, 25 feet tall for the most part. So we can safely assume 60-ish. Yeah, it depends on yeah, how far most. up you would want to go. Because, I mean, you, I, I, if you got, I like, wanted, 30 or 40, you would definitely be able to see the area. Yeah, that, and that's that's all I wanted from it. I just wanted to get up so I was above the rooftops, basically my body height above, so I could see like against the sky if there was anything running across the rooftop so I could pinpoint where this person or thing or whatever the hell is happening is okay uh, yeah so you um, I would say I would say for you to be able to get a good view you're talking like 35 feet okay question two a concentration spell if he goes out of out of the 60 foot range does it drop the spell uh, I believe so Ah, okay, never mind. And now I'm questioning it. Hold on. Because <laughs> if it doesn't, I'm going to cast Shield of Faith on him. If it does, I'm not going to waste the spell slot. <laughs> uh, does the spell say anything about while the person is within range? It just says range 60 feet. Okay, but in the spell description... Spell description says the shimmering field appears and surrounds a creature of your choice within range, granting it a plus two bonus to AC for the duration. Uh, so no, if they're outside the range, then they're fine. So it, it would still stay on him for the duration? Yep. Okay, well, in that case, um, I'm going to cast Shield of Faith on him. Okay. And, and I would like to think that my Shield of Faith is a bunch of little spectral bones. <laughs> Just kind of doing doing those like circles. You know how like they get the rings in some of the shows where it's like it's a whole shield, but all you see is a few rings. Yeah, around yeah. them going in different directions. That's that's what I want it to look like. Okay. Yeah. So these spectral bones just kind of pop up around you, Arcos, and start spinning around. I feel dirty. I'm I'm gonna be a little weirded out for a second, and when I realize it's not doing anything. This is new. So, well, just just to help you out, I'll yell from down there. Ecrasus be with you, friend. Th- Thanks. Uh, dude is clip clopping away pretty quick. I, I'm. I want. I want a lowercase I line. A lowercase L. Adam, no hopping. I'm flying. <laughs> no hopping. <laughs> you could do like a cool flip move for the when you get to the dot. I want a lowercase I line with a cool flip move. Okay. <laughs> that I'm makes a, it. That I'm makes gonna, it I'm all. Gonna, I'm going to superhero land on his neck. Yes. Yes. <laughs> with my spear. Okay, so yes. you start moving that direction. I guess I'm uh, talking shit or I'm going to fuck it up. <laughs> you start moving that direction, and 
very quickly the guy the the person stops and then notches an arrow and turns to fire at you. Uh, I'm assuming an 11 does not hit you. No, it does not. Okay. Uh, so another arrow wing you know, just whizzes past you uh, and you keep on flying, but you're able to make it to him before he's able to get another another arrow knocked. Nice. I want to, because apparently I'm not listening to myself and I'm going to keep being cocky. Since he missed me, <laughs> I'm going to do that bird thing where I like tucked my wings and did the little spin in the air. Like oh, you're going to like, like Peregrine bird, Falcon his ass? Yeah, a little, a little bird pedo. <laughs> that, that sounds wrong. That's not what I meant. Like a torpedo made of bird. That's what I wanted to say. Wow, pedo. Uh, wow. Still don't. I, yeah, it's the, it's yeah. the last part. It's yeah, the problem. Yeah. It's the, it's yeah the, I got you. It's the suffix on that word that I'm not, I'm not on board with. Uh, so, yeah, you, you, uh, you peregrine into him. Uh, are you trying to, like, kill him or are you... Like just trying to inc- like knock him down. I'm trying. Yeah, I'm just trying to stop him. I don't want to kill him. Okay. Uh, go yeah. ahead and make an attack roll. Okay, okay. I don't want to kill him yet. Just just base uh, die right. Yeah. Uh, no. Yes, I think so. So it will it be plus your strength. Okay, that makes it a sixteen total. Okay. So you 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 peregrine into him and knock him down. Uh and he is he is on his back, staring up at you, his bow is knocked out of his hand, and he just is staring at you. <laughs> My brain just went, where's Rachel? And I was like, that doesn't even make sense here. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Um Oh God! Who who are you? Who 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 who? <laughs> who are you? I am nothing. Well, nothing. That's a very unfortunate name. What are you doing? Following us. I think I made my intentions clear. Why are you trying to assassinate Ensigar? I do this thing in Pylorvo's name. In Pylorvo's name. Fuck your dragon, bitch. So you're working for Reemgar as well, then? You know the name. Do I look stupid? (laughs) (laughs) Don't think you want me to answer that question. How many are you? I am one. Now who's the stupid one? And I'm going to draw my spear out and I'm going to point it at him. How many are you? We are endless. And you see he moves something around in his mouth and he bites. Ah. And he bursts into flames. I'm going to 
quickly back off. Doesn't move an inch as he burns. Yeah. Doesn't writhe. Doesn't do anything. He just lets himself burn. Oh, good for him. That's creepy. <sighs> um... I mean, presumably there's just ash there when it's over. Yeah. You want to ruffle through it and, or rifle through it and see if there's anything left behind. I might as well. I mean, go ahead and roll uh, an investigation check. I want to disengage any traps first. I know Selena's not here, but I'm, I've I've fallen into this trap one too many times. Uh, you said investigation. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's oh. uh, a five. Okay. Uh, no, you you kind of sift through the ashes a little bit, and it's kind of it's kind of icky because there's like bone and stuff left, and it's all charred and nasty, and you don't want to you don't want to fuck with this, so you don't find it. Anyway. I mean, I mean, is that icky? My guy doesn't think. Normally, it's icky. this all comes out of you in pellet form, and you're not used to seeing <laughs> it like loose so yes, yes. it's not it's not covered in like hair and shit yeah mine comes out in like a big hairball and all the bones are buried deep inside because I'm a gentleman <laughs> this is just out there um I'll return uh I'll go back towards where I last saw everybody okay uh are you uh Landros are you trying to keep uh keep eyes on on Harkos uh, yeah, I would have. I would have had Phil go to the other side of Ansigar since we're in an alley, and I would have taken the opening closest to us and tried to keep an eye on Harkos. Okay, uh, so you see a flash of light from up on one of the rooftops, uh, and then uh, a few minutes later, you see Harkos start flying back towards where you came from. Fun. Are you are you gonna try to find like wave him down? Yeah, I'll, since you were hiding a little. Yeah, I'll step out of the alley. All right, so Harkos, you see him, you you guys meet back up. Well, that was exciting. I I honestly wasn't I wasn't expecting an attempt like that just out in the open. Harkos is gonna glance around at everyone still getting belligerently drunk. <laughs> doesn't seem to have affected anyone else it kind of makes sense to do it here but it's it's very public and I guess most of these people are so uh, they're so deep in the bottle they probably wouldn't have noticed if somebody fell yeah. you are you are right this was the perfect place Uh, might I recommend we take a more circuitous route uh, yes. to get where we're going? Yes, that's what I was thinking as well. Well, uh, let's uh, let, let's be off then. I sincerely hope another another arrow will not try to find me. Yeah. If it does, we shall do our best to make sure it doesn't hit. That, no, not that I'm 
doubting, but I've already already had one go in and out. I, I don't I don't really feel good about having another. Uh, and not not questioning your largeness, and you have a <laughs> much much bigger hitbox than I do, but. Um, <laughs> Fear not. If this, if one of them hits, I'll fix it myself. Okay. Huh. All right. Uh, so, are you're gonna try to like duck in and out of alleys to get there now? Yeah, and I'll I'll take point. Okay. Uh, so the on, what? The only other thought that I had, um, but which I don't know would go very well, just because city guards and all that. Um, might be seen as us doing something shady was to attempt to cut through like cut back up to the the middle and then cut back out on like closer to the other side so we're going through a nicer part just to have the safety of eyes if nothing else but I I mean again uh, we talked about this in the under the trench coat last week Harkos don't know enough shit about this place to to do that. And honestly, Harkos probably feels a little more safer here anyway. So, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know why I made that little aside because Harkos is going to keep his mouth shut and we're just going to be ducking in and out of alleys. I guess I was trying to think out loud as to whether I would mention that or not. And the answer is not. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you start ducking in and out of alleys. This takes quite a bit longer uh, because it, it is uh, a much less direct route. Uh, you you can get into oh God, I can't fucking talk. All right. You start making your way through these back alleys, uh, taking a longer route to get to uh, the Broken Spool. Uh, different areas are attracting different amounts of people. Uh, it, the more popular establishments are definitely obvious that they have bigger they have bigger crowds. So there's some areas that are a little less covered because there's a lot less people. Uh, but after uh, this would have taken normally like maybe half an hour to make this walk across to the other side of the ring, but uh, it takes you a little over an hour to, to make it if you're being really cautious. Okay. Which I'm assuming you are. Yes. Uh, yeah. But eventually you do make it. You find uh, a broken sign that has a uh, spool of thread that is cracked in half on the sign. Uh, that has fallen and is just kind of like leaning against the side of the building, and you can you can see that this is this is was was once the Broken Spool Pub. Do you wish to go first, Ansigar, or shall I? Well, we have some time still before the meeting. Uh, I don't know if we sh- we should scope out the alley to make sure that there's not something there or if we go hit I I I don't know. I I I don't know what to do here. Hmm. 
What time is it? Uh, at this point, it's a, it's maybe like 10 after 11. So we still got almost an hour. Yes. I say we go back there now and we keep our guard up. Oh, okay. Uh, Harkos, Phil, do you feel the same? Do you think that's good? Yes, I mean, we don't... We don't know enough about who's after you and what exactly is going on to really be able to make any other plans that is probably the best. Okay. Uh, Phil will kind of be like, you you guys are more the brain of the operation than I am. Uh, I'm, I'm trusting you. <laughs> like how I said one brain not plural you know uh, <laughs> uh yeah I mean if you if you think that's best then yeah let's let's do it I I shall go in first okay I uh, so you head down the alley. I uh, and uh, Def- definitely cautiously looking around, make sure that I'm not stepping into something. I uh, <laughs> you're gonna step into stuff. Uh, it's again, it, it's kind of gross. Uh, that- <laughs> I that I don't I don't mean stepping into something nasty. I mean make sure that I'm not like hitting a tripwire or hey. you know something set up to kill Ansigar off or you know who yeah. knows. Uh, go ahead and roll uh, investigation if you're wanting to be that thorough. Yes. Apparently not. I am not being thorough at all. I just went skipping down the alleyway like <laughs> a happy little child. Fucking hell, that's a one. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Okay, uh, so you head down the alley. You're being kind of you're you're trying to be cautious and take your time. <laughs> Uh, I'm looking up in the air. <laughs> and then as you get to uh you get down the alley and then your the alley continues back behind this building. So and you get to that corner and you kind of peek out and you don't see anybody there and you walk forward and then you kick over uh a slop bucket. Ugh. shake it off of my foot <laughs> yeah it, it's it's it, it's it, it i don't know if you know what it's like a slot bucket oh, but yeah like it, yeah, okay. yeah yeah you, uh, you, oh, you're yeah. picking up what uh, i'm putting down oh yeah uh, i mean i would i would assume he's got a pretty strong stomach because of what the whole cult thing does mm-hmm. but still you like i said he's probably shaking it off his foot yeah disgusting okay so uh you 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 knock over the bucket and sorry i'm trying to take care of something here really quick uh you knock over the bucket and you you shake it off 
the smell is is pretty bad, but you're you, you, it happens, you know. Uh, you go down the alleyway, and you can see that there is uh, there's something strange sitting in the middle there. That there's a single gold coin just sitting in the middle of the road, or sitting in the middle of the alley. Suspicious. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, I'll go check it out. I'm not focusing on the coin so much as I walk up. I'm still looking around. Okay. Uh, so you walk up and and you see that the that this coin it's it's a little bigger than like a standard gold coin that you would that you would normally get in Riven. Uh, uh, do you want to investigate it or I I'm not touching it not okay. yet. Look around again in the area, make sure nothing else is here. Okay. Not. You don't see anything. It's just a kind of a, a crappy alley. Okay. Uh, go back to the corner. and I believe it is safe. So should we should we wait in the open or should we stay ducked around the corner? There's a strange coin in the middle of the alley. Could be nothing. Did, did you touch it? I did not. So it could be something. Could be. I figured it would be best for us all to be close, or at least knowledgeable of the situation. <clears throat> do, 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 do I need, do I need to go touch it? Is that I can touch it. I just... You're <laughs> so weird about it. Figured you all should know. So I'll go back over and touch it. Okay. Pick it up. Uh, so... <laughs> all right. So you go back around. Uh, is everyone following or are you, are you doing it by yourself? Uh, that's that's up to them. <laughs> I wanted to inform them. Uh, fuck. <laughs> um. The Harkos is keeping a close eye, but I I don't think I can get myself to brain uh, leaving Ansigar and Phil alone. Well, right I mean, they, they'd follow you if you're going to go. I know they'd follow me, but I don't really think I like that option either. <laughs> <laughs> like, if okay. I'm going to go out there, I would want to direct them, you stay here, but I also don't want them to stay there. So. Okay. So I, I'm just going to chill with them, but I'm watching very intently as to what happens. Okay. Uh, so, Landros, you go back down the alleyway. Uh, you take a look at this coin and on the coin itself, all the, the normally there's, you know, like stamps, uh, different regions uh-huh. have different stamps on their coins. 
uh, and and different markets basically have their own coinage, but it's all like the same size. It's the same value from region to region. It's just so that it can be traced. Uh-huh. Uh, this coin just has uh, a single gear uh, that's been, uh, you know, uh, minted onto it. So you pick it up. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you pick up the coin and it resists being picked up and then you start feeling it shake. Oh. Uh, and after a second, it wiggles. Are you like holding it or do you drop it? Oh, oh, oh God. Um, I hold it. Okay. Uh, so you try to keep a hold of this coin and it's just it's it's wiggling and it's wiggling and it's shaking in your hands and then you see a puff of smoke and then when you look at your hand you're not holding a coin anymore you're holding a long red braid of hair and you hear a woman say ouch ouch that that is that's my hair please let it go thank you Oh, oh my, I am, I am so sorry. Oh, that, how, um. You, you are not who I was expecting. Uh, Mm. So the smoke starts to clear and in front of you is a woman who stands just about six feet tall, has long red braided hair. Hmm. I said, God damn. Uh, has long <laughs> red tall. braided hair. Uh, a pair of goggles that are on top of her head. And a long rifle strapped onto her back. Nice. You are not who I was expecting. Uh, you are not Ansigar. Mm, I am not, but he is here. Oh, Ansigar, dear, could you could you join the rest of the group, please? So I'll look I'll look up at Ansigar and go, I guess that's our cue. <laughs> and we'll clip clop our way down the alley. Oh, well, thank you for joining the rest of the class, friend. Uh hello uh to all of you. Uh first of all, you are very early. Mm. Yes, I was not supposed to be in coin when when you were when you found me. I. In in coin. Yes, I. I did not want to be spotted, so I made myself into a coin. Is that such a weird thing? I mean, kind of. It's not normal. Says who? Us. Well, I find <laughs> that to be a little bit offensive. I mean, I'm sorry. It was, it was tail side up. Nobody picks up tail side up. That's bad luck. <laughs> it was perfect logic that went into all this, and I'm. Uh, uh, I'm okay. I'm okay. I promise. I'm okay. Uh, Do you you assume everyone is superstitious? 
says the man dressed in all bone. Uh, and and you're you, you yes, I think everyone is superstitious. Hmm. Superstition is silly. And I am also offended by that. Anyway, we have business to attend to. Hello. Yes. My name is Zuriel. And Ansigar, I am here to make sure that Dragon Rock does not reach the surface ever again. And that is where we're oh. going to call it for tonight. God damn it. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> Oh, oh, there, oh, there's that. That one hurts a little <laughs> because one, that's a hell of a cliffhanger. Two, Landros doesn't have a fucking clue what's going on, but Brad's screaming on the inside. <laughs> Is there a three? Nope, that's it. Okay, three. The, just go fuck yourself. <laughs> Wow! Wow! Also, it's pouring like a motherfucker all of a sudden. I was like, what is that noise? Yeah, it's a downpour. It's a downpour. Either I don't hear it or I'm not getting it. I don't don't know which. I thought it was was wind, and then I thought it was a car, and then I took my headphones off, and it's rain. Anyway... Thank you all very much for joining us at our table. Uh, If you are enjoying what you're listening to and you enjoy the bitching of these two fine folks when I put them through perfectly normal (laughs) everyday cliffhangers that at this point they should be more than used to. Please think about giving us some support. (laughs) (laughs) We have a couple of different options uh, for different ways that you can support us. Uh, One way is through Patreon. Uh, We are good little warlocks and we offer up the wonderful list of sacrifices to our patrons. Uh, If that is not a good option for you, we can also uh, appreciate having a coffee. Uh, If you go to ko-fi.com and search for Rolling in the Geek. Search for Rolling in the Geek. (laughs) You can do a one-time donation to the cause. Brad, where can these fine folks get in touch with us? You can subscribe to us on our website at rickgeekpodcast.com to keep up with all things Rolling in the Geek or on any of your favorite ear bacon stations. Also, we're very active on Twitter. If you want to talk to three dice goblins attempting to run a podcast, feel free to tag us at Roll in the Geek. That's R-O-L-L-I-N-T-H-E-G-E-E-K. Thank you very much, Brad. And Nick. This week, you are the sound supercomputer of deep thought. You don't have to think about it for 7.5 million years. The answers to sound issues will pop into your head in a mere 42 seconds. Can you please grab a towel and give us the answer to life, the universe, and everything so we can continue with the on-turning? Uh, yeah, I can, um, I could, I could definitely, I could get on board with that. Um, you know, there's there's part of me that really wishes um, I was as good at poetry as the Vogons uh, for this moment, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but I can, 
wish everyone a a solid hootie who from Nick and Harkos in episode 42. I'm not even going to try and rhyme that one. I'm just going to let hootie who rhyme. Uh, again, no Vogon poetry. Uh, and I guess we'll have to see how things turn out to be in episode 43 because f- fuck that. <laughs> but it's okay. Don't panic, I guess. <laughs> We're all just mice in the end anyway. Um, so this week... Well, the struggles uh, of mice and men. <laughs> what? <I'm- laughs> uh, this, <laughs> this week, with it being episode 42, as is hopefully very apparent by our ending here, we're going a little uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. So I wrote a song, and I'm going to be upfront about what it is this time. It's So Long and Thanks for All the Fish. Um, if you haven't seen the movie and or read the uh, literature, uh, it's nice. Obviously, the whole song's not in the literature. You'll have to see the movie or just Google it. You can just YouTube it or silent YouTube Google. Uh, it's out of the bag. They're all a Monopoly company. Anyway... Uh, without pushing any more buttons on that, uh, this week's parody is So Long and Thanks for All the Fish. And just because of the uh, context of the song, the best way I could think to fit it in, I know we're a couple episodes past this, but this song is going to be in reference to us leaving Iron's Edge. Harkos and the dearly departed Trevor and Phil, this is what they sang as they left town. So without further ado... Here's the parody for episode 42. <clears throat> so long and thanks for the memories. We wish we didn't have to leave. We'd love to stay, but our work's not here. <laughs> we liked it here in Iron's Edge, but we have a train to catch. We've got to try and stop the rise of dragons. So long, so long, and thanks for the memories. <laughs> We fought off all the trapezoids to save people, all the girls and boys. Hope that things will return to normal for you. We've got to be getting on our way. We said all the goodbyes we'd like to say to Jorik, Melia, Salarkas, and Puffles, and Cassie. So long, 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 and thanks for the memories. If we had just one last wish, we would like to take you all with. If we could just change one part, we would stop the dragons at the start. (laughs) Goodbye, everyone. Sad to leave you. Have to move on to stop the dragon. (sighs) Okay, Nick. (sighs) Big finish. (laughs) (sighs) Got to bring it home. I'm going to bring down the house. You can do it. So long, 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 and thanks for the memories. Oh, man. Wow. 
That's a big one. Forty two is important yeah. in geek culture. So the we, we yeah. went a little we went a little lengthy with that one, but you know, that's uh Yeah, well, you know, it's worth that's it. That's the way the shit falls. That might be worth uh just I mean, I don't know if we can fit it on Twitter, but might be one after the episode comes out uh in a, in honor of our episode forty two. Very possible. Here's Nick's song. Yeah. All right, stopping. Stopping. Stopping it up. Beautiful human, you think you can bribe me with these? Hey, honey, will you? Oh, who's your friend? I am the demon lord, Baelregar, and I am here for his soul. Uh-oh. Well, this is going to be a problem. I told you I had a patron. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.